Good Erev Shabbos, everyone. It is Friday afternoon, which means it's time to get ready for Shabbos, to turn Friday into Erev Shabbos together. It's great to be together with holy brothers and sisters from all over, as we have in common the desire and the will to get ready for Shabbos, to be uplifted from Shabbos. We last left off last week with this notion, Kisisa as Rosh B'nai Yisrael, that notion, Kisisa as Rosh, what lifts our head, the letters after Rosh are Shabbos. Rosh Alef Shin, Shin Beis Taf, Kisisa as Rosh, what lifts our head all week long, we walk down, looking down, distracted, worried, anxious, Shabbos comes, you can exhale and release the muscles, and all of a sudden, you feel uplifted, your head is lifted. A special thank you to our dear friends, Mendy and Tzipora Fishman, for sponsoring these uh, weeks of Turn Friday into Erev Shabbos and the Schus of Chai Rivka Bas Tzipora Freidel. And we are learning Rav Melech's wonderful Sefer on Zmiro Shabbos Kodesh and Shabbos called Be'er Achayim. I want to finish up this piece and then I want to draw your attention to a great insight on this week's Parsha, which also can inspire our Erev Shabbos together. So he says the following, we last left off the notion of lifting our head and the idea that all week long, a person feels a sense of shame or, gr- or guilt. A person is focused on the mistakes they've made. When Shabbos Kodesh comes, we can let go. Shabbos comes, we ask forgiveness and we grant forgiveness. We go into Shabbos with no boshes, but with Shabbos. We're able to release and relieve and we're able to go in and start again. And that's why we're able to lift our head. All week long, we're drawn towards the arts. Our eyes look down to the world of gashmias, physical, material, pleasure, pursuit, fame, power, things. Shabbos comes and we lift our head, not towards the arts, but Shamayim. Shabbos comes and we read, we talk, and we think, and we go for a walk, and we sing, and it's not the noise that normally distracts us. This is the rule. Shabbos is 25 hours. That's how many hours it is on the clock. Depends if you keep Rabbeinu Tam, if you make early Shabbos. But Shabbos is 24, 25 hours each and every week. So on the one hand, the obligations of Shabbos, the opportunity and invitation of Shabbos, the rules and regulations of Shabbos are 25 hours. But really, Shabbos doesn't have to be limited or delegated to that one day of the week. It really can be something that lasts the entire week long. We're supposed to impress and embed this indelible impact of Shabbos within our soul, that the songs that we sang and the stories that we told and the laughter and even the tears and the conversations that we had and the insights into one another They don't end at Havdalah, everyone grabs their device, go back into your isolated worlds, but we carry it forward. It continues to lift us and inspire us and inform us going forward. And on this he says the great insight. The Pasuk and Shmo says, six days you do your Malacha. And on the seventh day, The seventh day is not just Shabbos, we have a double language. What does it add? Isn't it redundant? Shabbos, Shabbason. So to be Kodesh Lashem, for it to be holy and elevated, it can't just be the singular, the one Shabbos. It is a Shabbos, Shabbason. It is a double Shabbos. What does that mean? So Shaitan Rashi, Rashi says, Shabbos, Shabbason, Menuchas Mergua, Velo Menuchas Arai. Says Rashi, it means a Shabbos which has a permanent sense of serenity. It creates a calm in you which is lasting. Not a Menuchas Arai. You know what a Menuchas Arai is? Menuchas Arai you'll have later tonight when you finish a whole bottle of a fine Israeli wine by yourself. Menuchas Arai you'll have tomorrow at lunch when you have a few lachaims between the fish and the meat. And you'll get a Menuchas Arai. It'll knock you out. You'll be exhausted. But it's only Arai. It's temporary. As soon as it wears off and you wake up, there goes feeling well-rested. Menuchas Arai means it's temporary. 
Menuchas Mergua means it calms you down. It provides a serenity. It transforms you all together. Shabbat Shabbason. Vadvarm Stumim Vachasumim. Shema Hizchavim. Mazchavim Rashi. Lomar Bidvar Velu. It's an internal contradiction. What is Rashi talking about? May Menuchas Arayu. May Menuchas Mergua. Ubi Arab Kodesh Asfasemes Chus Yagen Aleinu. So the great Sfasemes and Pashas Kisisa explains Shelotehei Menuchas Yom B'Shabbos. Rak Menuchas Aray L'Shaita U'Lizmana L'Yom B'Shabbos Bilvad. You know what it means, Arai? It means Shabbos. It happens to be in the background and circumstance of which maybe I'll share next week, but I had an exhausting week and I did not sleep much in the last few nights and I've been counting down and can't wait for Shabbos. Shabbos, we make up for our sleep. Shana B'Shabbos, oh, Gevaldik. Shabbos sleep, there's nothing like it. A shluf, a drimmel, a good sleep on Shabbos. It's the best. Imamish doesn't get better. It's me'in olam haba. It's a taste of the world to come. You fill your belly with chon. Sorry, David. And it knocks you out into a coma and you fall asleep. It's gewaldic. But you know what happens? It's a menuchas arai. When you wake up and then you can't sleep almost a Shabbos at my age if you slept too much Shabbos afternoon, which throws off your whole sleep schedule starting Sunday and for the rest of the week. You look back and you say, I made up for my sleep. I ruined my sleep for the whole coming week. It was a menuchas arai. It was short-lived. It didn't last. Says as Fasem, Shabbos Shabbason means there's the menucha of Shabbos. Shabbos, you're disconnected from the technology, the distraction, the noise. There's the menucha, the rest, the serenity, the peace of mind, the calm of the 24 hours of Shabbos. But it's not just Shabbos. It's Shabbos, Shabbason. It is providing the serenity for the 24 hours, Shabbos. But that Shabbos continues to impact us, Shabbason, for the whole week long. The goal of Shabbos is not just to live Shabbos. The goal of Shabbos is to live Shabbos, Shabbason. The goal of Shabbos is, I accomplished so much in this 24 hours. I rejuvenated and reinvented relationships. I refreshed myself physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. There was a Shabbos, but it's a Shabbos, Shabbason. I also carried it into Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of the coming week. It transformed me in a way which was not temporary, which was not something fleeting and temporal, but was something that was lasting. And he quotes here in the, in the footnote, in Imre Chaim, the great Imre Chaim, the Vishnu Rebbe says, and he doesn't mean this literally, the Pasuk says in Parsha Shmini, Vayihi Vayom Hashmini, and it was on the eighth day. Now we know the word Vayihi always connotes, the Gemara Megillah tells us, Lashon Tsar. Vayihi means something sad or somber. Vayihi means a reason to be down. What is the reason to be down in the word in the Vayihi Vayom Hashmini? And it was the eighth day. So listen to what the Imre Chaim says, the Vishnu Tzir. Shekol Shabbat Tzrich Olavi Ruach Chizik Vehizchadshus. You know, if Sunday is just day eight of the week before, you had a bad Shabbos. If Sunday is just an addendum, another day, you're on this endless stream, one week bleeds into another, you can't differentiate, you don't feel enlightened and enriched, elevated. There is no Yom HaRishon, there's no first day, new beginning, fresh start. Vayihi, that's a Lashon Tsar. So Vayihi by Yom Hashmini. If it's a Yom Hashmini, if it's an eighth day, and one week is just running into the next, but Shabbos didn't invigorate, you'd have a Yom Rishon. You know what tomorrow night and Sunday are? They're Yom HaRishon. It's the first day. It's a fresh start. It's all new us. When we come out of this Shabbos, Matos Masei, when we come out of the next 24 hours, physically rested, spiritually rejuvenated, emotionally excited, spiritually on fire, then Sunday doesn't become the eighth day from the week before. Sunday becomes Yom HaRishon. It is the first day of the rest of our lives. 
Every week starts with a Yom Rishon, a new beginning. This is my week. I'm going to spend time with my family. This is my week. I'm going to dive in the way I've wanted to. I'm going to learn Torah. This is my week. I'm going to live the healthy lifestyle, watch my eating habits, my exercise. This is the week. I'm going to achieve who I could be and who I meant to come. It's not a day eight. It's a day one. It's a Yom Rishon. And I want to close by telling you a beautiful insight of the Salon Rebbe on this week's parasha. The Nesiva Shalom of Shalom Noach Barzovsky. This week's parasha, Matos Masai, and I don't like to date or turn Friday into Erev Shabbos for those who are going to listen to the series in a time other than on, uh, on, on time with these, uh, with these parashios. But the Nesiva Shalom is so beautiful, I have to share it with you. It's our parasha's Matos. And in parasha's Matos, we have the story we spoke about in the parasha share earlier this week, the war with Midian, the defeat and triumph over Midian. And every man who goes on a business trip and their business was going and defeating Midian has to come home with a present. Sometimes you scramble at the airport, and it's really just a Toblerone bar, something terribly unimpressive. But you got to come home, you can't come home empty-handed. So what did the men come home with? The 12,000 men who fought with Midian, they came home with the, the kitchen supplies, the bread maker, and the KitchenAid, and the mixer, and the forks, and the knives, and the cutlery. They came home with the crystal, and the plates, and the Torah therefore says, uh-oh, they came home with these Midianite uh, kitchen utensils and appliances, but they're not kosher. They have to be kashered. So it's in our parsha that we have the laws of how to kasher. How to kasher things that absorbed its non-kosher taste through a heat medium. How to kasher something that absorbed its non-kosher taste through a liquid medium. All of the new utensils are transformed by first taking them to the mikvah. We transformed not just the utensil, but we transformed eating. Eating in a secular mundane way is profane. It is an animal behavior. When Jews eat, it's supposed to enable us to live, nourish us physically and spiritually. We don't live to eat, we eat in order to live. And what, how do we affirm that? By taking the kalim, the utensils that we prepare and eat our food with to the mikvah. We purify, we trans- transform, we elevate to make a statement about our attitude and mentality towards eating. So here we have a pasuk that says that anything that comes to fire, it absorbs non-kosher taste through fire, roasting through heat, through a barbecue. It has to purge that non-kosher taste, kabolo kachpolto. The way it absorbed is the way it's purged, through, through fire, through fire. However it absorbed is how it's purged. So on this, the Salaam Rebbe says the following, that it's not just true when it comes to the kale and the utensils in our kitchen, it's true for our heart and our soul and our brain and our organs, the utensils of our lives. However we absorbed that non-kosher icon, image, idea, attitude, behavior, memory, if we did it with fire, we were passionate, excited, enthusiastic, we ran to do it, then we have to equally purge it and cash it and get rid of it with a parallel level of fire. Listen to what he says, we're out of time, but quickly. The Yitzhahara burns in so many people like a fire, like a fire. People are on fire to go share the gossip to go look at that thing, to go taste that thing, to go do the thing. We're on fire to go pursue it. There's a fire inside us, and that fire needs to be matched, and that fire needs to, in fact, be defeated by an equal and greater fire and fervor towards spirituality, towards Torah, towards righteousness, towards justice, towards goodness. To be fire. You know, now we talk, particularly young people, talk in, um, what are they called? Emojis. They talk in emojis. So the younger you are, the more likely you are to use the fire emoji. You know, you say somebody, someone, and they just send back an emoji of fire. Like, what, I don't know, what does that mean? Something's burning, something's on fire, it's like Baomer, what does that mean? What they're trying to say is, wow, that's fire. You brought the heat. That comment has fire, it has passion, it has enthusiasm. Says the Son of Rebbe, that's what our parsha is telling us. His lavas de Kedusha, our pursuit, our ambition, our aspiration for holiness, 
has to be with fire, with passion, with enthusiasm, with excitement. When is the Jew most on fire? It's hard to be on fire when the thing is buzzing and beeping and vibrating. It's hard to be on fire when you have to-do lists and work obligations and responsibilities and tasks. It's hard to be on fire when you have distractions. You know when you're most on fire when you shut it all down and you turn it all off and you return to who you are and who you're meant to be? Shabbos Kodesh, which by the way starts and ends with fire. You light the Shabbos candles to start Shabbos, and you light the Havdalah candle to take from Shabbos to bring it into the week. It starts and it ends with fire because Shabbos is when we reignite that sense of fire. You can't light a real fire on Shabbos. We light a spiritual fire on Shabbos. That even if you worship idolatry, but you observe Shabbos properly, Shabbos can purge, it can burn, it can extinguish. Shabbos has this purification process. The fire of Shabbos can purify the most impure and contaminated things that we have absorbed and that are part of us. We're willing to dedicate and devote ourselves to Him, to that relationship. That's how we defeat the Midyanim in us. That's how we purge the non-kosher taste in us by lighting that fire. So my holy brothers and sisters, my Arab Shabbos Jews, we should all zoha, we should all merit to in fact ignite our souls. Let the fire of Hadlakas Neros light the fire in us this Shabbos to not only rest a temporary rest which will rejuvenate only until tomorrow night, but the rest of the Shabbos take us into the rest of the week and be able to create a serenity and a peace of mind, a sense of rest that will carry us forward. Wishing each and every one of you a happy, healthy, and a holy Shabbos.